I finished Phantom Pain today. Ooh. Yeah. Remember, yeah, remember I was talking last time about how oh. I, I had been saving the last little chunk of the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been playing it for the past like week or so, and yeah, I finished it today. It's bittersweet, you know? So bittersweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking ready for Death Stranding, but... MDS yeah. 5 really is a tremendous game. As far as gameplay goes, oh, it's, it's the best. It's top like, notch. In the series, obviously, it's the best. Like, yeah, none of the other ones can compare, but put that up to. And I was actually, I was talking to my roommate about this. Uh, on the original Xbox, it still runs so well. Like, it runs better than a lot of games that come out now. I'm so impressed, like, with that game still. It's. <laughs> Yeah, they don't make them like that too often. About once every time Kojima gets a big check yep. and someone tells him to do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, man, I'm I'm just about ready to retire now. I'm, I'm very tired <laughs> and that'll last about a week and a half. And like, guys, they have the best fucking idea. 100%. Wasn't, this. wasn't Metal Gear Solid 2 supposed to be the last one? <laughs> yes. And then 3 and then 4 and... Yeah, five, whether we liked it or not, I guess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to X to Podcast, where it's the week of October the 21st, 2019, getting down to the nitty-gritty of the year where, you know, all the games come out. And uh, we're here to talk about those games and whatever else we feel like, because it's it's Election Day in Canada. And uh, we're Canadian, we're in Canada, and uh, we have a... A man who knows more than most about the government, and that's James Paley. Hey, guys. I don't know why I say you know more than most. I just know that you have government experience. Yeah, I work in a building where government happens. So, you know, I know a thing. Maybe two. So you're the governor of Canada. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets to be for about an hour every year, and it was very recently my turn, so... So yeah, in effect, I'm the governor of Canada. What policies did you put in place during your term? Um, well, it was a pretty tumultuous hour. I had a lot of strong thoughts about my particular lunch break at the time it happened, but they didn't really expand or coalesce into something like uh, law of any sort. So yeah, y'all rest easy. I didn't, uh, I didn't fuck it up while I had the keys. So, you know. So what would you say your legacy is for your term, your your time in in charge as governor of Canada? Well, during my time as the as the as the governation governation station, I um I think I'll be best remembered for how I tried as hard as possible to keep people from talking to me while I was trying to read my book during break. And um I think that legacy will last long after I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I understand that. I understand your feelings. Rhett, how do you feel about government? Are you a total anarchist? Uh, you, you know, uh, they're the same devil. They're the same devil. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to expand. I, I, yeah, I hear you cracking a beer, but I'm going to need you to expand on that. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, what do I really know about government? Certainly not what James knows. Certainly not anything on the level that he, that he knows, but... Um, you know, at the end of the day, does it really matter who you're going to vote for? Is it going to affect my life? Most likely not. I'll be honest, most likely not. It, uh, Unless it does, and uh, then you're going to be real sorry. Unless it yeah. does. They did, they did legalize weed last time, so. Yeah. <laughs> his, I, Justin Trudeau's great legacy, should this be his <laughs> final term in office, yeah. is The one weed. and only thing. Surely the one and only thing. Basically. It's basically I, the thing he accomplished, right? Yeah. If if the wrong people come into power, there's a chance they cut down on the thing that keeps my office open, and thus it won't be open anymore. <laughs> so it actually does kind of matter who I vote for, because certain parties are, uh, how do I say this, uh, harder on the subject of immigrants than others. Fair mm. enough. And I need those guys to do the thing they do so I can have a fucking job. <laughs> Fair point. Those guys. I like it. <laughs> People got to keep coming and trying to come and failing to come and you know, into the country and whatnot. 
so that I can continue to collect a paycheck every two weeks. All right? It's very important. All right, James. Um, I think we all voted here, and um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we all voted to keep your office open because that was on the ballot. That was uh, page yeah. number two behind what representative you want for your given writing. Yeah, it was on the flip side of the card. Yeah, which, uh, to be fair, I didn't check, so I might have shot myself oh. in the foot there, but it's fine. You definitely did. Well, I voted for you. Honestly, I, I made a little no to vote for James twice. So I, oh, thanks. I picked up the slack for you. Good, 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 good. That well, is what they leave ever. all the blank space on a ballot for, so you can write in names, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, Rob, good. Rob. All right, I think we have elected correctly. Um, yeah. I didn't introduce myself because I'm a little jet lagged. I'm Paul. Uh, I'm typically the host of this here podcast. And um, something that happened to me today. Have you guys heard of a company called Dbrand? Y- yes, a little bit. Yeah, they no. sell sticky phone skins. Like they you stick oh, onto your yeah, phone and they, yeah, yeah. they protect oh, yeah. your phone and make it look cool. Right. Um, they kind of have this reputation on Twitter for being. Um, I'll, I'll go mm. go ahead and say. D bags, yeah, D bags, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, there's a like a comment section when you order something from D brand, you can write something, um, like special requests. And the first time I ordered something from D brand, I said I wanted a picture of Spider Man, and lo and behold, in the package that I received, there was a sticky note with a drawing of Spider Man on it. Um, so this time around, I decided I wanted to push the limits of this situation, see how far I could possibly get. So I requested a drawing of a robot drawing a drawing of a robot. <laughs> and um, got the package today, opened it up, yeah. and there was a sticky note inside. <laughs> and it, it just said in large Sharpie, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Honestly, get fucked, D-Brand. Like, you can't. <laughs> It's a pretty simple request, if you ask me. I, I'm I'm plotting out how to draw that in my head right now, and I can't do that. Yeah. So I, I may have gone like one layer too deep on the robot drawing the drawing, but you know, yeah, the inception of robot drawing drawings, phone stickers. I like it, man. I, I think that's a good idea. And I, honestly, I, like I said, I think that that's a pretty simple request. So D-Brand, two thumbs down from me. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't disappointed with the go fuck yourself. I thought that was... Well, fair enough. Possibly well-deserved. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, not sad it happened. Um, but in other news, there are video games happening. Yes. Uh, uh, lots and lots of video games. I'm not sure how many of the lots we all in this room have played, but it's at least some of them. Lots that um, we can talk about, lots that we cannot talk about. Yeah, let's That's just right. get the elephant right out of the room. I, I cannot talk about Death Stranding this week. Okay. I, uh, um, Crying. I can talk about it as of November 1st. Okay. November 1st. So uh, keep your eyes peeled on the internet for that. Um, I can yeah. say like a few words about Luigi's Mansion Three. Ooh, that's coming out on wait. Halloween, right? Yeah. I mean, please, please do I tell. Out, I put out a preview video a couple of days ago, and the game looks great. Like, got the Nintendo polish all up and down its guts, and um, sucking things up with your vacuum is awesome. I don't like puzzles as much as I thought I did. Mm. And I'd sort of forgotten how much of Luigi's Mansion is like solving things (laughs) based on an ever-expanding list of arbitrary rules that you have to memorize about the environments Mm. and like how certain pieces of the place will operate in terms of the physics so a lot of the like footage i've been capturing is just me fruitlessly running in circles around a small two-room section while i try to figure out how the fuck to make it to the third room yeah going up Um, and down elevators and bullshit and yeah conjuring so like if you've got puzzle brain 
then this is going to absolutely rocket your sockets. But like, otherwise, um, well, otherwise you probably never played the first two Luigi's Mansions. So what the fuck do I care? You're, you're yeah. good to go. Um, but yeah, looks good. Feels great. Makes my mad. So far, maybe it'll change. You know what? Early days, right? This is my early impressions of the game. Not not a scored review. So in case any Nintendo PR reps were listening and they're like, hey, you broke some rules. No, I did not. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> not a scored review. We're good. Uh, how many Luigi's out of a possible Gooigi do you think this game is going to receive? Um, I don't know. I think um, on a scale of Luigi to Gooigi, it's probably going to be about a Luigi. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah, if that makes sense, then I fucked up and I have to try a different scale. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Lou Goo, which um, feels like it should be the title of the next Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah, or like shorthand for whenever Luigi like blows a load or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for that Lou Goo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Daisy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I think we got our podcast title, guys. (laughs) Done. All up in that Lugu. Um, (laughs) Rhett, you you said you... Last time you were on the cast, we were talking about NHL 20, and you were pretty hot on it. You were were thinking this was the shit. Um, How do you feel about it now? (laughs) Fucking game's been pissing me off, man. Honestly, okay. <laughs> I I feel last time that we talked about it, I feel like I didn't really articulate properly why I've been enjoying the game as much as I have been. I really, I was saying last time, like I really haven't liked the game in the past five years. And like this year, I desperately, desperately wanted to enjoy the series again. I genuinely think that the changes they made are the best things that they've done in years. Like, the contextual uh, shooting improvements, I, I think that that's, like, monumental in my eyes to the series. Mm-hmm. That's, why I gave, that's why I gave the game the score that I did, because I, I like, really see the effort that EA is putting forth in getting the series to where it needs to be. People want the game to look more like hockey. Well, like, this is the biggest thing that they've done in years to, to make the game look more like hockey. Yeah, the the NHL series. I think it's always been like the black sheep of the EA Sports family. It's clearly the game with the smallest budget, smallest team, and I I think that people the people that have like really been you know they've got they've taken the pitchforks out on this game. I think they need to kind of keep that in in consideration. Now, with that being said, I I said in my review that NHL twenty feels like the first chapter of a new exciting hockey game story. Mm-hmm. And if next year they don't significantly improve the story, it's going to be a fucking mess. Because, Paul, you're a thousand percent correct when, for example, you say the teammate AI is still atrocious. Like the first week I had the game, I, I thought that they were serviceable. I didn't really notice them being too much of a nuisance. But now, <laughs> man, after another like 50 hours of playing the game, these guys are fucked. Like you play, you 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 play with the same guys every time. So I, I'm gonna call them out right now because they deserve to be put on blast. King, Rhodes, Malone, Slater, Murphy, and you two, Crane. All of you guys need to just be deleted from the game. You guys suck. Like I've never seen a bigger group of fuck ups. I can't even tell you how many games. I, again, I'm like 50 hours in. I can't tell you how many games they've cost me at this point. I'm ready to go back to fucking Chell 99 because. <laughs> I swear, like, the teammate AI was better 20 years ago than it is now. I did, I did, however, unlock my signed Gretzky Kings jersey recently, so that does keep me happy. But yeah, the game, you know, fuck. I mean, any Canadian, it's, it's made in Canada. Canadians know that you don't shovel a saucer pass across the mouth of your own net. That's just not the way you do it. And that sounds like a real crane move. I'm sick of it. Fuck. Really, <laughs> man, the worst guy has been Rhodes. Like, if I if I have to put one guy on blast, Rhodes, 
I have like a personal vendetta with you. Rhodes can get the fuck out. Yeah. All right. We're saying it here. We're saying it loud. We're saying it proud. Hundred percent. If if I could go back and take, honestly, if I could take like five five or six points off the game, I would. At this point, um, I, I still think it's a lot of fun, but yeah. You know, that brings up an interesting point that, um, like, that's one of the things that we always have to deal with as reviewers is that our opinions of games will change over time. And we're not necessarily going to feel the same way about them at, you know, the end of uh, a 50 hour stint as we do when the game is reviewed or, you know, even more hours than that. It's always going to be evolving, especially now that games are almost never just games. They are live services. They're always changing. Um, and review scores just kind of sit stagnant unless somebody comes up with a better system than that. But yeah. I've yet to see somebody suggest something that's in any way sustainable. A hundred percent. And I wish that uh, I could put 200 hours into everything, you know, and like <laughs> really get, get uh, a, a full, a full scope on something. But sometimes, like you said, opinions change. We should yeah. we should do it like um <clears throat> like you know how with movies when they have like their big box office opening weekend and that's like your review score and they're like let's check back in the numbers and see how it did this time and you come back like two weeks later it's like ooh it took a bit of a hit <laughs> you know yeah. not many people coming <laughs> in to see this piece of shit <laughs> yeah I mean I definitely love to go back and give a few more points to a game like control now that it's been fixed and yeah. the frame rate issues that were the thing that made me ding the score in the first place are gone. Uh, the game is clearly better than it was before. So yeah, I don't know. It I, goes um, both ways. It's a, it's a swinging pendulum of doom. I got just like code. politics. <laughs> I got the code for control basically the same day that I got the code for Luigi's mansion three. And one is for work and one is for fun. So I haven't been able to touch control and it makes me very sad. It's got a it's got a photo mode now. And oh. as one of the prettiest games around, man, the photo mode is it's good. Everything about that game just looks and feels like it was custom built for my stupid crazy brain and it's just like, oh, I wanna get back to it so bad. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, put on your little puzzling hat. Um Buckle yeah. up for some Lou Goo. And, oh. uh, <laughs> My favorite kind of goo. Uh, just a hot <laughs> load of Lou Goo. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, right. I think this is how we get this video and the podcast demonetized. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Anything's going to do it. It's going to be this. I mean, Thanks if, for if, that hot take. Right. <laughs> if uh if 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 the like if our like like horse physics and like 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 piss crusades didn't do it, then like this is definitely gonna do it. Uh I don't know yeah. if it's cool for me to say, but I have pressed the button that makes you pee in Death Stranding. I, I feel like you can <sighs> Yeah. I pressed it. I pressed oh, it real good. I bet it was so fun. <laughs> I can't say. I bet it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I can talk about is uh, that, I, I, you know, as, as I said, I have some jet lag because I've been out traveling and I spent a lot of time playing with the Switch Lite, Ooh. which is the new console from Nintendo, the uh, Switch that doesn't switch, as you might say. And I find that to be a really confusing product. <laughs> okay. Okay. As you know, it does time myself with it actually. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, nice. As a hardware piece, it is better than the Switch. It is. Like you were saying the last show that I was on, you were saying it's much less rickety. Yeah. You can't you can't describe it better than that. Like it's it feels super solid. The D-pad is nice. The screen is nice. Mm -hmm. Uh like yeah, if 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 you're a fan of the handheld portion of the Switch, if you don't really play docked, just trade your Switch in for the for the Switch Lite. Because, yeah, that's that's the way you want to play it handheld, I think. Yeah, and the screen is better. It's brighter. The yeah. blacks are better. Um, I, I, I played The Witcher 3. I was talking a little bit uh, in our chat about The Witcher right, 3. Right. On my Switch, it doesn't look as good as it does on the Switch Lite. 
a hundred percent. That's <laughs> interesting. I was actually kind of yeah, I was actually kind of upset seeing that. I'm like, God damn. Well, now do I have to get one of these things? Hmm. I feel I feel like um, the Switch port or the Witcher Three needs like all the fucking help it can get. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, is that being run at like seven p? Yeah, like man, the first time that you turn it on, it's like you're you're squinting throughout the entire time. Again, I said in our chat that it was just hurting my eyes, and that's the truth. Like for the first couple of days, it was just hurting my eyes. It was giving me a headache, but I have adjusted to it now, and it actually it looks okay. Like <laughs> it actually looks okay. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by it. So when you look up from that dog shit game that you're looking at, and you look at the oh. real world, how does it oh. look? Oh, it's fucked. It's completely fucked. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Understandable. Switcher, the Switcher at least looks, you know, good in five. The Switcher. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or, or not, like, you know, whatever. If, if, if uh, you have any other way, like, poss- if, if you have any other possible way to play the game, obviously play it. And, PC, uh, PlayStation, Xbox. Don't play it on the Switch. But if you're stuck with the if you're stuck with the Switch, if that's all you have, then <laughs> by all means. You think in like 15 years we'll get a port of Cyberpunk 2077 on the Switch 2 new, the Switch new 2. That's what they're gonna call it. Tough to yes. say. Yes. Tough to say. <laughs> I think it'll be in it'll be in like five years, and um, I don't know. But they'll that... have to remove Keanu Reeves from it to fit it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. It can't handle him. No. Can't handle those flowing locks. Like That guy has yeah. flow for days. <laughs> John- Johnny Silverhand will be too much for the portable version. We'll have to like completely retool his story. Some of the yeah. best flow in Hollywood. And he doesn't age. Honestly, he looks <laughs> almost as good as he did in, in The Matrix 20 years ago. Can you imagine The Matrix if he had the flow back then? How good would that movie be? <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm kind of upset that he doesn't have the flow in The Matrix too. Yeah, he is 54 years old for anybody who hasn't checked up really? on his Wikipedia page. Wow. He looks he honestly looks 34. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah he looks incredible. Yeah. Going to need somebody to on the internet out there to just deep fake 54 year old Keanu into the matrix. <laughs> well, the I flow, mean, yeah. eventually he's going to be in the matrix four. So fucking no work necessary. Really? Yeah, uh, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Oh shit. I forgot that's happening. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, two and three were terrible. So I mean, they we'll were, as my friend put it so succinctly one time, they are excellent philosophical treatises wrapped around passable films <laughs> yeah if someone wrote like a super expanded novelization of the matrix reloaded and revolutions i'm sure it would be uh, incredible it would it would probably make more sense yeah the scene on the highway in two was good and uh that was it the three sucked completely uh, i did watch reloaded not that long ago and the highway scene holds up Right, yeah, that was good it stuff. Does. Or, yeah, but uh, I guess what? Which which one had the fight with all the Andersons with Neo against the like infinite the third Andersons. ones? Yeah, okay, so that scene was pretty good too. Yeah, that's pretty so, much it for those two movies. So, so is four is is four like a continuation or is it going to be a reboot? What's what's going on with that? No idea. However, yeah. I can tell you about concrete genie which i i've worked really hard to think of this is i think like one of the only other games i played for review in like the last three weeks was that and like googer's mansion um the third and And how was concrete genie james um i think i liked it a little more than the average human did who reviews things for a living yeah um but i was really touched by the fucking story i was like oh man this is so so sweet and so good natured it's just like this child trying to like save his fucking town and like bring beauty and life back to this world even if it like 
spins its fucking wheels for the first three quarters of the runtime. Yeah. I mean, I've heard uh, quite a few places the story called Boilerplate, and I, I'm not sure I agree with that, even based on the little of it that I've seen. Um, but yeah. Um, it's... It relies on emotional beats to like have the appropriate impact. So either you are susceptible to them and it works, or you're not, and it's fucking boring. Like that's okay. just how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but I'm a big weepy weirdo when it comes to stories and media. So like I was absolutely on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks it looks really good. I love the uh, the color palette and and the whole. Um, you know, painting kind oh, of yeah. whatever you want, but within some barriers yeah. that make sure you, that you your stuff looks good. You have a limited tool set, but you can create your version of the town, whatever that might be, and it can be, like, heartbreakingly beautiful. Um, so can you just go around and, like, paint everything if you want? Just about. Any wall, basically. Floors are off limits, and they will, like, they have this, like, evil goo that covers some surfaces as you have to get rid of with like a super move. <laughs> but once you do that, uh -huh. you can you can fucking go ham and like cover every single wall with crap and it's just like it, it's it's overwhelming almost, but it's so good. Damn. Yeah, I got to play that. It's uh it, I feel like it's not a full price title, is that right? That's right. <clears throat> yeah, I got to pick that up. We got to play that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is a bunch of Apple Arcade stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it seemed like maybe Apple Arcade was not going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to that. tell you that that is not the case. Crazy. There are a lot of really fucking good games on Apple Arcade. What's your favorite? Uh, I'm going to say that my favorite is one called Grindstone. Which is kind of like a, it's puzzly, so James, you'll love it. <laughs> and uh, it's a little like a match three, but it's okay. a little bit like a dungeon crawler also. Ooh, okay. So uh, you're presented with a level where there's a board filled with multicolored um, enemies. I'm pretty sure they call them jerks, <laughs> which, you know, it's fun. And uh, you take your guy and you have to draw a path through the bad guys and you can only go through a certain color unless you land on certain spaces that let you change colors blah 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 and uh there's a variety of different uh challenges you have to complete to clear a level whether that's killing a certain number of jerks or unlocking a chest or destroying all the ice blocks or whatever it is and it's really fun it is really, really fun. It's super simple, but uh, I've been really enjoying it. The only downside Sweet. is that you have to be connected to the internet to play it, so you can't play it on a plane. Mm. Oof. Big oof. But it's a great game. Absolutely worth the free trial. <laughs> or $5.99. Whatever. $5.99? Yeah, that's for Apple Arcade. $5.99 for a whole month. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't have an Apple device of any sort, so it doesn't matter to me whatsoever, but no. sounds mm -hmm. cool. I mean, I got to take a closer look at it. Cell phone games are a tough sell to me. They they really are, man. I just I don't know. Can you can you sell me on the fact that Apple Arcade is becoming more than what we've seen in years prior? what we've sure. seen in the past you know what i mean is is apple yep. arcade truly like the the next step forward in mobile gaming it is um based purely on the fact that a lot of the games that are on this initial release of a hundred or so games are uh titles that are on other platforms so okay. for example okay. sayonara wild hearts which james absolutely loved is on apple arcade and that game is is what like 20 bucks or something you can play it for free as long as you're paying them five ninety nine. Like that's probably the Canadian price. It's probably four ninety nine in the states. Um, there's a new Choo Choo Rocket game that's not on any other platforms. There's a game that I was playing called Neo Cab, 
which is on a bunch of other platforms and is really cool. I was playing a bit of it on Switch, actually. Yes, yeah, I agree. It's a pretty weird game, but I kind of like it. Super weird, yeah. At first, I'm like, I don't know if I like this, and then slowly but surely, it kind of won me over. It can be a little bit punishing. Yeah. If you pick one wrong uh, path in a conversation... There goes your star rating. You're never driving yeah. for Neocab again. Capra is going to take over, and um, that like Capra is the like fusion of Google and Uber, and it's the worst dystopian nightmare ever. Right. You're exactly right, though. It was like it was hard to feel like I didn't want to like restart. You know, like like you said, every time you make a wrong decision or you feel like you make a wrong decision, <laughs> I was just like, ah, shit. Now I just want to restart. Yeah, really fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not the kind of game that you really feel like you get something out of saves coming. I don't right. Know. I feel right. like I was kind of building my own story by fucking up a bunch. Exactly. And the, which is kind of the way I, I always play these kind of games. You know, whether I like it or not, you just kind of battle through. That's the story, and that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Telltale games. Yeah, that's, that's how I played them. I would often feel like, oh, fuck, I just made the wrong decision there, but battle through you always battle through um and you're definitely going to be battle through battling through a bunch of the upcoming games that are coming out in the next couple of weeks because um there are a lot of them you're gonna have to pick and choose your battles in fact james i know you've already chosen luigi's mansion i yeah it it looks cool it's not my like hot upcoming title but like it's 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 cool <laughs> i'm looking forward to it am i going to be disappointed no man it's just more it's just it's just a uh, an expansion of the uh luigi's mansion uh franchise so to speak there's the mechanics you're familiar with a few new ones that you're not familiar with I should say I, i've never actually played the first two so I'm going in. I'm I'm fresh. I just think that this one looks great. It that that's fair. Then I have literally no idea how you're gonna <laughs> feel about this game. Well, I, I mean, the, the franchise cool. itself has a decent standing. It the first one wasn't the best game ever, but it was good enough to sell people on the GameCube. Which is pretty impressive, considering that it wasn't a Mario title exactly, right? Like. Yeah, it was fucking Green Mario, that little bitch. That Fucker. lanky, waddling weirdo fucking right. Weezer Beezer. Anyway. I'll tell you what I am excited for that's coming mm. out in the next couple of weeks that's not Death Stranding. Mm. Um, that's The Outer Worlds. Uh, yeah. This looks and, good. This looks really good. You know, I've... Uh, I'm sad Alex couldn't be here to talk about it, um, but his review drops sometime before this podcast comes out, which means I can tell you what his review says, which is that it's really, really good. <laughs> He's uh, given it a 91. Shit, man. Yeah. And says that it is really fucking good. He really liked the companion system. He's uh, as... I'm sure you guys know, and I'm sure our uh, listeners and viewers will want to hear about. Alex is quite the solo gamer. He's the kind of guy who puts several hundred hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, trying to get to every island. Yeah, things things of that ilk. So he's kind of a solo guy, but he was uh, so enamored with the companions in uh, Outer Worlds that he couldn't resist building a team and taking them around in um, what is essentially Fallout New Vegas in space. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah it sounds right. good to me. It does sound good to me. And it's going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. So fucking right. It's Game Pass? <laughs> sign damn. me up. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, uh, apparently Obsidian said that the game is anywhere between 15 and 40 hours long. And uh, Alex's, opinion, Alex's opinion is that that is a figure that assumes you are going to do zero side missions. <laughs> So uh, it's probably quite a bit longer. Yeah, so I, I like 40, 45, which to me is fine. 
Oh yeah, at this point in my life, yes, 40, 45, perfect, perfect. I mean, really, the less you can give me, the better. If it's a yeah. solid eight to ten, that's plenty. Oh yeah, fair enough. That's plenty. <laughs> um, I'm getting the game for free, sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, any Call of Duty fans in the audience? <laughs> uh, not since Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare. Well, let me tell you, Rhett. There's a new Modern Warfare coming out, and it's coming what? out this Friday. No. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. <laughs> Named exactly the You're same. fucking with me. You're no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. It is called <laughs> Modern Warfare. No, yeah, it looks good. It does. It, honestly, it's it's uh, the, the Call of Duty that I'm most excited for since Modern Warfare. <laughs> not, not to, like, make a stupid joke, but, yeah, it actually is. I'm well, I mean, so excited about Modern Warfare. <laughs> it, it looks it looks like they're really trying to make big moves with the fucking story, which is, I mean, good yeah. on their part. And I'm sure the multiplayer will be a slight improvement on the previous oh. 30 installments. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably fine. No, for sure. I'm one of those guys. The only reason I was playing those games was for the story. So, I mean, that's why it, it looks, uh, you know, it looks more interesting than the last few. Yeah. Uh, the one thing heard. I noticed, like, editing a bunch of video from, I can't remember what event somebody went to, but editing a bunch of video is that they've really stepped up their game on how the guns sound. Um, hmm. If you've ever heard a real gunshot, it's it's deafeningly loud, and they've definitely captured that in, uh, in, the, newer, in the new game in a way they haven't in the past. Interesting. Wow. So it's... So it's feels like it's a little more visceral a little more in your face and i don't want to say realistic because obviously you're you know mantling over cars at breakneck speeds that yeah you just kind of can't do in real life but um they're trying to bring an element of realism well it does sound like it'll be ruthless with headphones if that's yes. the case then yeah i'm sure it'll be uh like a crazy experience with headphones. That yeah, if you want to fill up your ear cups with blood, like this is the game. <laughs> this is the yeah. game, man. Um, does anybody remember Medieval? Um, you mean the one with the Skeleton who runs around? Say, yeah, runs around and does Skeleton things and like looked kind of cool, but kind of played like a PS One game because it was a PS One game. Yeah. What if that? now looked like a PS4 game that played like a PS1 game. I'll be honest, say... you're not you're not selling me super yeah, hard. Yeah, I, I would say okay. I actually have no idea because I haven't played the, the remake at all, but it's coming out next week. Next Ooh. week. On the PS4? On uh, the PS1, but now it looks like a PS4 game. Yep, that's right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. No, I'm obviously, I'm obviously bullshit, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. So that's some of the games that are coming up. It's going to be a hectic couple of weeks. I think it's going to be, going to be a little crazy. And then, and then like a fucking week after death stranding is Pokemon sword and shield. And, um, I know not a lot of people of our age range give a shit about Pokemon, but I'm a child forever, mm-hmm. so I am beautiful. That's beautiful. One thousand percent ready for this fucking game. It's gonna be the best one in the past five, six generations, right? Maybe since gold or silver, it's gonna be the best one. I think I feel pretty confident in saying that it's gonna be the best Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the thing about Pokemon, if if you act like you're too old for that shit, honestly, those are just good games. Like, take the license away from it. Those are just good games. You yeah. Know? Like, they're made well. They, f- Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Death Stranding is going to take over that entire month, I'm sure, but I'll get around to it. I'm really happy. I know this is really throwing this in your face, Rhett that I'm really happy that I'm playing Death Stranding now um, because... I know. November's busy. Because, and I wanted to get him onto this podcast, but unfortunately he had other commitments. Uh, That's Garrett, who 
went to see Jedi Fallen Order. Oh shit, that's right. And thought it looked awesome. Fuck. God damn, I did not need another game to play, but I think I'm, I have to play Fallen Order. I'm going to be Man's gone so for like nine days in November. It's not fair. Ooh. 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 I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've actually made this common knowledge among the team, but I will be in uh, Hawaii for a week. Oh, aloha! Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's time that I will not be spending playing video games because no, I'm going to be in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, totally fair. You can't be mad at that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't be mad at that. What part? Oahu? Uh, Kona. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Nice. The Big Island's really cool. Yeah. You'll have a nice time. But- and goddamn, they got video games in Hawaii. Last I checked, you'd be all I'm, right. I, <laughs> be all right. I, my girlfriend asked if I was going to take my Switch, and I thought about it for a second. I was like, no, I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the 11th hour, you're going to pack it. That's my bet. You're going to be like, ah, I'll just play it on the flight. I'll Absolutely. just play it on the flight. No, 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 no. I will read on the flight. I will swim and drink and get sunburned for the entire nine days that I'm there. That's what's going to happen. That does sound nice. That yeah, that sound sounds great. Yeah. That sounds truly good. Um, You guys want to talk about some news? Mm. Yes. James, I feel like you wrote uh, this Blizzard thing down. Yes. Yes, both of, the, both of the Blizzard things I wrote down. Let's go. Okay, so... First of all, uh, Blizzard has been so, how do I put this politely? They've stuck their foot so far in their mouth that they are choking on their fucking toenails um, about this like Hong Kong thing, which just keeps blowing up in their face and you just keep doubling down and being even shittier about to the point where like members of Congress in the States are like, hey, could you not do this could you just be cool for like one fucking minute and like stop gargling the fucking taint of the chinese like is that okay no you know what you know what okay sorry to be fair to be fair it's tencent and by extension the chinese government who essentially represents them because corporations work in a weird way in that country where like they're Essentially, extensions of the of the fucking governing bodies. So, so yes, if they could just get their mouths out from around the fucking cock and balls of the collective <laughs> right. government, that would be great because mm-hmm. it's making the company and the country look really bad. I guess, right. which is, I, I guess, I mean, Congress wouldn't step in otherwise, right? Like, and um. People are planning to protest at BlizzCon and like it's starting a wave of like public speaking protests at other game tournaments. I think uh, Magic the Gathering was the most recent one and the guy was not banned or punished. He was just allowed to talk about Hong Kong. (laughs) Just great. Well, you know, as the, you know, free speech loving society that we are, that really should be the case no matter what your views are. So long as they're not hateful or harmful to other people. I hope that this series of news articles opens people's eyes to how much Tencent owns. Because, boys and girls listening to this podcast, it's a lot, okay? Epic Games, for example, 40% owned by Tencent. Uh, Ride or League of Legends is a hundred percent Tencent. Um, Grindy Gear Games, a significant portion of them are owned by Tencent. Five uh, percent for Blizzard Activision, five or six percent for um, Ubisoft. Uh, Paradox Interactive, I think, is a portion of it owned by Tencent. Um, one of the big, the the mobile game company that owns that runs Clash of Kings, mm-hmm. it's like forty to sixty percent Tencent. And I mean- for a fun little game. The next time you go to the movies in theaters, count how many times Tencent Productions shows up in a given trailer. 
it's a, it's a lot. lot more than you're expecting. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. That's what I was going to bring up is like, you know, pick pretty much any recent movie and at least one of the production companies is either Tencent itself or a Tencent owned brand. It's crazy. The amount of yeah. money they're pumping into uh, the West. They are an enormous, enormous company. Yeah. Uh, so for those who don't really know what happened to kick this all off, James, can you give us like a brief overview of what happened? Basically, there's a Hearthstone tournament recently, and the guy who won the Hearthstone tournament, uh, I think his username was like Blitzchung, he spoke out about the Hong Kong protests, or he's just basically like, he made a statement, you know, Liberation for Hong Kong, that sort of thing. And initially, he was banned from participating in tournaments for a year. His $500,000 first prize was revoked, and the two broadcasters who were speaking to him were both fired. Now, since the enormous, overwhelming blowback from fans, because, I mean, fuck off, Blizzard, what are you even doing? Um, The ban is reduced to six months, the prize money was given back. I think the broadcasters are still fired. Um, there's been a lot of people speaking up about this. Uh, Mark Kern, who is uh, one of the original Blizzard team members of the, the, the development company, um, made a public statement condemning Blizzard's actions, knowing that it would end up cutting funding for his own game that he's in the middle of like making Mm -hmm. and that like he was divorcing himself from all blizzard products including vanilla wow and everything else and that like whatever guilds he'd started up in those games were going to be shut down because he was just done with blizzard forever because what they were doing was uh incompatible with his belief systems and um yeah i think we're going to see a lot of protests in the next few months from people speaking out about this yeah if you look real hard online you can find the like a recording of this interview with bliss chung that you know garnered so much attention and uh unnecessary blowback from blizzard when the guy says his hong kong statement the two commentators literally hide underneath the desk <laughs> They dive underneath the desk because they don't want their faces to be seen in association with this and have uh, their livelihoods and, you know, potentially their lives be affected by what this other guy is saying. That's how much clout and power this company is holding over people, which is insane. Uh, Fun little sidebar. Uh, one of the major actors in the upcoming Mulan remake coming out next March mm-hmm. uh, spoke out against the protests and people got really upset because it was like, hey, you're taking China's side. And the counter argument was that this actress didn't want the lives of herself and her family in China to be in danger. So she spoke out on the side of the Chinese government. Also, so she would like have a career ever again in China for the rest of her life. Because that's the kind of power they hold, which is super cool, right? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, absolute power. There's never really been a problem with that. I can't no, think of no, any no. situations in which that has corrupted anyone. I believe the old saying goes, absolute power is totally rad. What are you even talking about? <laughs> you got it, man. You got it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to something a little more lighthearted, which is back to video games in a, yeah. uh, a little more realistic way. The PS5 might be horseshoe shaped. Okay. Anybody chirp in the horseshoe? Honestly, it doesn't look that bad. All right. Y'all can beat it with that. If that's what the console looks like when it comes out, I'm going to be a happy camper. I'm going to be there fucking day one. I'm going to get that. See. Shit. For me, my first instinct was that we were seeing a dev kit and not the final product mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. because just because every generation of consoles prior to this has been so just like a box, you know, like a basic box. You know what I mean? And the idea that they would like pivot so hard. 
yeah. for this next generation just seems like I feel like something the executives would have been like, no, we can't do that. Right. That that's off that's off the table. We can't do that. It has to be a nicer box like all of the other ones before it. Yo, man, maybe that's why Sean Layden left so abruptly. He was like, fuck this horseshoe. I am out. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, we keep we I can't be a part of this. I'm gonna go find another company, pay me millions of dollars to do whatever it is he does all day i don't know okay sean the horseshoe is fine bro like it doesn't look that bad it lights up it's gonna be fine i can think of two yeah. situations like either the horseshoe is real and they're doing it because like the horseshoe shape cools the cpu in a way that no one has ever thought of before and it you know prevents the jet engine effect i fucking doubt it <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's a dev kit because if you've ever seen a playstation yeah. dev kit they all look fucking weird they always look weird 100 percent, 100 percent. like I, the, the microsoft ones always look like an xbox but the playstation ones look insane yeah i think they should lean hard into the weirdest possible designs for the ps5 i think it should be like i think it should go like the direction that alienware goes with their hardware or like you're a little afraid of it, like you can't, you don't want to get too close to it because it might like yeah. activate by might proximity or something. Yeah, I will accept no less than sixty-four customizable LED lighting zones on my PlayStation Five. I need at least sixty-four to express myself. At yeah, least sixty-four. Huh? Yeah. Fully customizable. Yeah, RGB. Um, right. Probably will not do Xbox Green because I don't think they would no. do that. It might no, just no. be uh, RB, but that's fine. Okay. I'm cool okay. with that. It's got to be okay. it's got to be like that scene from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, at the end where they're like playing the song from the alien <laughs> or whatever. Yes, please. Yes, please. Boom boom boom. boom. <laughs> really nailed the pitch there. That was good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, man. <laughs> not joke. only it's is not it the joke like Yeah, not only is it uh, packing hardware ray tracing inside, but it does actually double as a musical instrument. Oh, fuck. Nice. Stop and selling that... me so hard on this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, come on that, back, that, man. That... This is the horseshoe is going to be good. <laughs> that ray tracing? That's going to be good. Yeah. Hey, have you guys seen the articles about NVIDIA producing ray tracing packages for like older games yes like they did it for quake and it makes it look like a completely different experience it looks it looks brand new like everything yeah. except the polygonal models which obviously looked like dog shit looks brand new with the rtx thing crazy the ray tracing thing crazy and uh yeah, yeah that's uh what we're kind of dancing around is that there was another Wired article about PlayStation 5 specs in which Mark Cerny told us a little more about what the PlayStation 5 does. Not only is it super powerful in that SSD and yada, 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 lots of GPU power, 6 million frames per second and at 100K, uh, it does in fact have hardware-based ray tracing support, which is something Microsoft had said the Xbox Scarlet will have. So uh, Sony's basically matching step for step with that that there is a chip somewhere in the playstation 5 that makes ray tracing possible which is a good thing because definitely go watch a video of control with ray tracing on it is amazing it is a game changer i can't even i can't even can't even grog that yeah it's it's madness uh other yeah, things that they were talking about good now. yeah it really does yeah. Uh, other things they were talking about with the PlayStation 5 is the controller, which apparently they had been working on in the uh, the PS4 dev cycle as well, decided to wait until this generation. Um, sounds kind of like an HD rumble sort of thing, but in a way that might actually affect gameplay a little better. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to have some more uh, uh, diverse rumble going on, and also the... Uh, joysticks are going to be resisted in some way. So uh, potentially developers could code in different weights on the joystick, depending on if you were Crazy. walking through sand or wading through water, it might be harder to push the joystick or 
in a driving game, it might uh, change the the stick resistance based on what the surface your tires are on. Wow, which, which is insane. <laughs> That's fucking insane. And yet, with the haptic feedback, like. <laughs> After the switch, any company that's not utilizing that moving forward is like dropping the dropping the ball, you know. It, it actually works so well in those Joy-Cons that yeah, it's, I yeah. can't imagine anybody not utilizing that moving forward. Yeah, it was in the Wired article for this PlayStation Five thing that you know they set them up with some of the haptic test things to you know feel how this controller does does its rumble and. Yeah. They were like, you know, tell me what this feels like. And he's like, uh, it, it feels like a, a horse running across a bridge. And they were like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. He opened his eyes right. and there was a horse running across a bridge. Or I don't know what it was, but it was something along those lines. It was ridiculously specific. That's, wow. Yeah. That's insane. Meanwhile, uh, well, what's Xbox doing? Hey, if you guys want to have Gears of War, you can, you can share it with us. Uh, Halo Infinite. <laughs> Infinity is actually the year that that game's coming out. Infinity? I think. Yeah. I think I think Halo Infinite oh. is going to is going to compete for shelf space with Death Stranding in terms of being such an ambitious insane project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 should be so lucky to be considered in the same fucking conversation as Death Stranding. Definitely. Well, no, I mean like Halo 5 was crazily disappointing even after halo 4 which i was not huge on halo 5 was not a good game to me and i hope that they're they're taking some of the feedback from players to heart when they're making halo infinite and they're not just shoehorning in mechanics from destiny like loot and you know grindy mechanics like that and they're actually going to make this thing uh a halo game again I yeah. think they they got away from that in a way that they should not. And what makes a Halo game Halo? That's really hard to say, because I feel like Destiny in a lot of ways feels like a Halo game, but that's probably because Bungie makes it, and mm, yeah, and, yeah. and Bungie shooters just feel so unique yeah. uh, compared to other stuff on the market. So, um, you know, if I knew what that special sauce was, I would not be doing this podcast right now. I'd probably be <laughs> getting paid millions. Yeah, <laughs> can't argue. Can't argue that. Maybe I'd come do the podcast after I made my millions. Who knows? Yeah, you know, what, it, 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 there's an order to these things. Yeah, with a little kickback to you boys, I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, little kicking back. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I'd be making my AI teammates uh, not fuck up. You know, oh. that that would be my contribution to you, Rhett. Yeah, hey yeah. Crane, get fucked, Crane. I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you tonight. Actually, <laughs> keep your head up. Keep your head up. <laughs> the open ice hit. It's coming. It's coming, buddy. <laughs> Friendly Fuck. fire is on. Yeah, it sure is. Oh boy, you guys have any other thoughts about this week, the past few weeks, the upcoming couple weeks? I don't know. Whatever. Just super, super jealous. You're playing Death Stranding. Can't say it enough. Yeah, I really um, wish I could talk about it. Really do. Soon, right? Soon you'll be playing it. Next, hopefully by the time we do the next round of podcasting, we'll have some thoughts on some of these games coming out. Also, um, hopefully Blizzard does something to dig themselves out of this terrible hole they found themselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of like rumor type stuff about Diablo 4, which we were all pretty sure was happening, but we haven't seen any news for there's been some like little leaky deek kind of things coming out suggesting that they're going to be announcing it soon. Which and it's going to be, be free, and it's coming yeah. out tonight. What is, what is the status on Diablo Mobile? Because it, if you're not fired up for Diablo Mobile, I don't know what you're doing. You guys heard of phones? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come out in China. It's gonna blow their tits clean off. They're going to make a bajillion dollars over there. And we're never going to hear about it again. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. God damn it. Way to go, yeah. Blizzard. Way to just screw up what was arguably the best launcher in the business 
and <laughs> arguably the best stable of of PC games in the business. Just mm-hmm. throw that shit all away. Fuck it. I don't know. Hey, yeah. they could fuck them. They, they could. They could just like. They could just like. Cut their fucking China ties tomorrow and be like, we're gonna we're gonna lean hard into making money in other places in the world because there's other places in the world like Saudi Arabia. Sure, they all have too much. <laughs> they have more money than cents over there. It's fine. There's, there's a lot of it's money. fine. There's a lot of money out there, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the next logical next logical choice. Thanks for that, Rhett. Thank for you. Me, yeah. Yeah. yeah, from my perspective. Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. Saudi princes with more money than cents are going to start playing Blizzard games. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be good, all right? Uh, we got to get out of here before, uh, before I don't know, agents show up at our doors. Uh, yes. Uh, thanks, everybody, very, very much for listening. Uh, we've been Paul, James, and Rhett from Cog Connected. This has been Press X, the podcast for the week of October 21st, 2019. Peace out, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.